0: Hello and welcome to Smooth Scaling, the podcast from Insight Partners that helps revenue leaders scale their software companies at every stage of growth. I'm your host, Jeremy Donovan, and today I'm speaking with Alana Cadden-Ballon, VP of Revenue Development and Operations at Wiz, a company on a mission to help organizations create secure cloud environments.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Jeremy. I'm so excited to be here and Insight has been such an important part of Wiz's journey.
0: As you reflect on your career, what's a critical initiative you've been involved with that had a major impact on revenue performance?
1: About 18 months ago, when Trish Cagliostra, our head of Global Channels, joined Wiz, she said we need to be in every cloud marketplace.
0: Every cloud marketplace means to me AWS, GCP, and Azure.
1: There are more, but we decided that we compromised on three. I think it was a negotiating tactic. She thought, if I ask for everything, I'll get the big three, whereas a lot of the companies that we talked to as we were planning this initiative were only in AWS. Although it is the lion's share of the cloud business, many of our customers, many of our customers who are some of our top logos are primarily GCP or Azure. And so we wanted to give our customers flexibility and also, frankly, our sales team.
0: As you were embarking on expanding from one of those to all three, I would assume there was a lot that had to happen in terms of internal operations and change management. Can you walk us through a bit of that?
1: Absolutely. So we were actually in no cloud marketplaces. We barely had a channel business and we said, hey, let's do this. We partnered with a great tool, Tackle.io, to help us really start that journey. And it, it begins... Even before, even before there's pipeline in some cases. But one thing that really helped us is although we sell all of our business through what is considered private offers, we do have public listings on all of the marketplaces. So the first piece was to work with our marketing team and really identify how we wanted to elevate our brand and position that publicly so that companies could find us on their cloud journeys. The next piece and a piece that we are continuing to develop is really enabling the sellers on the AWS side. And that ha- is an ongoing effort. Obviously, the AWS, GCP, and Azure teams are a huge army of people, but we work our, our enablement team provides both technical and sales enablement. And we work with our LMS provider WorkRamp. And they actually allow us to publish internally and externally. So we have academies available to the technical sellers and the sellers on the cloud provider side. So they can learn about it when their customers are asking about it. One of the benefits that we have is our, our ASP is relatively high. So I've sold a variety of, of tools. And I think when your ASP is low, it's a little bit harder to get the cloud marketplace sellers interested But because our ASP is high and because many of the customers make a big commitment of how much they're going to spend in the marketplace, they're looking for ways to burn up the credits. So not only do those sellers retire quota and and the technical sellers are a huge component of that. I think they drive a lot of that strategy of how are you going to retire your cloud spend. But really, we're able to help customers as they're trying to make sure that they hit that commitment they have made.
0: Interesting. So even on the on the legal agreement since it was a private offer I would assume there's a pre-negotiation since you're selling a if you were selling a low ASP offer people probably just click and accept the end user license agreement but on something more complex I would assume there's a whole round of negotiation that needs to happen no matter what.
1: Correct. In most cases we are appending a custom MSA that we've negotiated with the customer. When I think about when I purchase something online once we've done the heavy lifting of the evaluation, the customer decides what they want, we do the MSA negotiation, the actual signature process is extremely easy. It's the it's the cloud admin. So they just click accept. We've had click accept signing parties with some of our customers. As soon as the customer hits accept, it goes through the marketplace, through all of our systems and straight into NetSuite.
0: I have a couple of questions just to, to rewind a little bit. One thing when you go from pure direct to channel and we have a lot of companies who are scaling up and, and doing that for the first time one of the biggest challenges they face is channel conflict with their existing sales force how did you think about it and and how did you ultimately resolve that potential channel conflict
1: so there's just a lot of ways to resolve channel conflict we are more than 70% channel here at Wiz and i think a lot of that is down to the demand in the market that our partners are seeing the most exciting part about selling through the cloud marketplaces is that actually it's not a net sale. It's a gross sale. It doesn't penalize our sellers at all. We also receive a lot of benefits from the different cloud marketplaces, depending on how much you transact through them. We get all kinds of credits and rebates. In some cases, the cloud sellers at the marketplaces are able to offer incentives to their customers. So in some some situations, the customer is getting an additional benefit from the marketplace side. It's all good news in this motion. And I was surprised by that, but it has been a a huge game changer for us in that we have our team in some cases, and AWS does it the best. We might have a reseller, like a GuidePoint, Trace3, Optiv, SHI, working together through the marketplace. So we can actually, if there is a VAR who's been involved in the process, AWS makes it extremely easy for partners to transact those deals for us. And so when we're working with the customer, they have a whole team of experts. They have their cloud marketplace team. They have their VAR team. They have our team. And so together, they know they have a set of trusted advisors. It really, I think, removes a lot of the conflict because we're all able to work together. And on the seller side and my side, selfishly, if there's concern or risk in the deal, we have a lot of people to work with to figure out what's best for the customer
0: given that you had already been selling through channel but just not necessarily through the marketplaces i would assume you already had a channel enablement function and partner registration systems and so on what changes did you have to make to the the normal partner infrastructure and processes in order to launch with the cloud providers
1: not a ton one of the things that i love the most about wiz is we really attach all of our projects to what's going to drive the most revenue and we saw that with the cloud marketplaces so we invested early um, in terms of making our channel program more robust, what's great news is I think specifically for Amazon, that process is super easy. With Azure and GCP, if a partner brings it to us and the customer ultimately wants to transact the other way, we just make sure to make the partner whole.
0: What does that mean to make the partner whole?
1: Pay them a referral fee.
0: Oh, got it, got it. Okay, so just depending <laughs> on where it, where it comes through.
1: The marketplaces have a varying degree of operational sophistication. While I think the experience for the customers is fantastic and very clean, on the back end, it can be a little trickier. And that was a sticking point for our finance team. I think they had heard from other customers that it's sometimes tricky to see which payments are associated with which customer. So we just ensured that they had everything that they needed. One of the great things is the money comes on top.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you you mentioned for the sellers, that there, it's a gross sale through the marketplace versus a net sale. So that means there is no cut taken out to compensate a middle person unless the reseller is otherwise involved.
1: There is a couple of percentage points that goes to marketplace. It counts in a, from an accounting perspective, it counts
0: somewhere in a different In a different way. Well, mm-hmm. as, I mean, as you reflect, there was a lot of change that, that had to happen, as you described, across the finance team, across the sales team, across enablement. I presume across marketing as well. Where was the biggest sticking point? If you were to advise someone else on this journey about the the hardest part of that whole experience, what was the what was the most difficult challenge?
1: I love talking to other people and getting their perspectives. And it was extremely difficult for us to find someone who was in more than one marketplace. And so we were trying to balance all the different nuances. Our sellers were our greatest asset in terms of. Promoting it once they did a deal through the marketplace, they were an incredible advertisement for how easy it was and how easy it was. You're not tracking down a CISO. You're just trying to find the admin of the cloud account to click accept, right? So it's a, and then it flows right through. There's not oh, where's the docu sign? Where's this? Where's that? But on. The sticking point side was, you know, we do a variety of transactions for our customers. We have expanded our product portfolio. And so we have multiple products. Customers are constantly reassessing their growth. So we do a lot of contract replacements that can be tricky through the marketplaces in terms of issuing credits and different types of payment structures. And that's, I think, been the hardest part. So we've had to stay just really tight with finance on what it is that we need to do.
0: And did you go all three at once or did you progress at one at a time? Because I would think trying to go after all three at once would be a pretty big bite all at once.
1: It is a pretty big bite. We did all three at once. We did betas first to test them, but ultimately because Tackle has been such a great partner and that sits in between, that really helped us. Also, a huge shout out to my systems team and my partner operations team, they Catherine Bergoni and Anthony Ortega who were the two that really drove it. The two of them really spent the most time working on how, how is this going to work. I'd say a few other people but that was the the primary group and I think that we try to do impossible things over here at Wiz. Mm-hmm. I don't I also think that when we embarked on the project, I did not quite realize how big it was going to be effort-wise, but and I think this rarely happens revenue operations. The return on investment has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. To be able to say to Fortune 500 customers, and we have Fortune 500 customers in every single one of the marketplaces, oh, you want to do it in GCP? Great. Oh, you, you decided tomorrow that you want to do an Azure? Of course, we have to manage those relationships when we have different teams that have helped us throughout the transaction. But most of the customers have significant investments in all of them. And especially when you look at today's current economic situation we are becoming an asset to their finance teams their procurement teams what do they need to burn down are they changing their strategy this year we're really focused on this cloud next year we're actually migrating and we can be flexible with them and i think that's been a huge differentiator for us so in terms of was it worth it in spades
0: alana it was amazing chatting with you thank you for sharing your wisdom today so great to talk to you again thank
1: you have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Smooth Scaling Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend. For more information about the topics we discussed today, check out the Insight Partners blog at insightpartners.com blog. See you next time.